0: Everyone, it's psychic medium John Gerner. Welcome to our podcast, Spirit in the Sky. Today we have a great show with our special guest, John Toth. John's son passed, and he found a way to communicate with him through table tipping. What is it? Stay tuned to find out all about it. Thanks for tuning in, and sit back and enjoy the show. everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Spirit in the Sky. I'm John Gerner. I'm your host and with me is my co-host, Johnny G.
1: Hey, everybody. How's it going?
0: <laughs> there he is. He's ready. He's ready for another show. But how about that last show? That was great, wasn't it? That
1: show was fantastic. I love it. Craig was I great. Yeah, Craig's a I great love- guy. I love when you uh, read him and I loved uh, when he used the uh, terms that he used, as far as which I, I didn't know he could read people. Yeah, and, actually, uh, I didn't know that when I invited him. I was when very amazed. Him, I had no idea. He incorporates that into his act and he says he can read people, like, I, I guess intuition, I guess that is, or yeah. he can read the energy from the crowd and he knows where to take it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I did.
1: thought that was pretty impressive. And, um, he was. He was also reading you a little bit. I thought that was kind of kind of neat.
0: Yeah, it is, it is. And I think when you, I think you feel that too. When when somebody's reading you, I definitely yeah. did. I, I definitely knew that he was because I pick up on that even when I'm doing readings myself and I'm sitting across from somebody. I could tell just by, um, well, a couple of different things. But I could tell if they have psychic ability just if they're able to read me while we're sitting there. And I think really, I was, okay. yeah, huh, I but, that. Uh, but yeah, Craig Shoemaker. He's he's. And he's super funny he yes oh yeah, yeah i love this great. I, I, I'm <laughs> sorry that that he didn't do his Don Knotts impersonation he's, he's <laughs> yeah. Awesome with that and we actually didn't even get, I mean the show the show was great and um you know it was about an hour long and actually I had to edit some stuff because it was kind of long but um but I could talk to that guy for you know oh, two more hours about you know the interesting things that that he's done in his life so
1: well, the reading you gave him on his friend in the nursing home—that was that was really amazing. I thought that was very, very good.
0: And and he had come to me, which a lot of times it happens prior to a reading. He came to me like the day or two days before because he knew that we were going to be doing the show, and that happens that way. Sometimes I'll, I'll start talking to somebody. And I'll say, "Yeah, your grandma's been talking to me for the last three hours," or on my way to a reading, or oh. I do a phone reading. So, um, but
1: they know they they know what's going on. So. that's crazy I, that is something and I, yeah. I, I was amazed on the reading that you gave him that was that was, that was very impressive yeah but what a life but, he's had huh oh god two emmys
0: yeah two emmys he won uh comedy uh best male comic best yeah. up stand-up comic yep um and he knows everybody so yeah yeah interesting. really interesting guy interesting life thanks again craig if you're listening um, if you haven't listened to that, that, that episode, it's episode 11. So check it out. Craig Shoemaker, a uh, great guy and really a funny comedian. He also has a, um, an organization, which is awesome. It's called uh, Laughter Heels. And you can check that out at laughterheels.org. Or you can find out his information on his website, which is craigshoemaker.com. So anyway, check it out. If you get a chance, he's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great thing. Um, and he also does comedy shows on Zoom now like a lot of people do like a lot of comedians do so i think you can check him out that way and hopefully things will be back to normal and everybody can go sit sit in a comedy show and heckle heckle craig (laughs) (laughs) so uh we have a great show today right and and who we have uh we have a guy his name is john and he's a he's a table tipper so i don't want to say too much i want to i want to get him on here and Uh, start talking with him and then he can explain what all that is. It's really, I've seen him work and it's amazing. Well,
1: his name is John. So
0: he's already, he's already, I know. I just actually, as soon as you said that, I just, I just caught that another John on the show. I'd like to welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, John Toth. I met John, I guess it was maybe two years ago, John.
2: Yeah. About that.
0: And um, John does this great uh it's called table tipping and I never heard of it before I met John. And apparently it's been around since like the 1800s, right?
2: Actually, it goes back further than that. It, uh, it, it kind of climaxed from about, you know, because a lot of the physical mediumships were in vogue about 1850 to about 1920. And right. And then with the radio, they kind of fell by the wayside, but, uh, it actually goes back hundreds of years. Really?
0: Hmm. Yeah. So it's so funny because of, well, First I want to, I, I, we got a couple of things we want i want to talk about before you even go into that but john and i met um at a spirit expo so i was invited to a spirit expo i've had uh Teresa roba she's on uh she's a psychic medium as well and um she was on the show i guess about four or five episodes ago she had a two-part show and she's great and uh so um i met her through somebody i did a reading for and um she had invited me to do her spirit expo. So I well, it's not something I normally do, but I thought that might be kind of cool. So I got there and I ended up sitting next as I always say, no coincidences. I ended up sitting next to John. So we talked a little bit and I was watching what he was doing and it was pretty crowded. So we didn't really get a chance to talk too much. And then there was a second expo, right? Cause I don't think I talked really talked to you at the first expo. Was that, is that correct, John?
2: Um, a little bit. I mean, you, you got on the table at the very end just to see what it was all about, and I remember you putting your hands on the table and you said, Oh, yes, I feel my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> that was about it, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a very, and, busy, and yeah.
0: I'll tell you, it was so neat because you know, it looks kind of crazy what you do to be honest, right? I mean, it all, all this stuff looks crazy, you know, to the outsider, but I was thinking to myself, You know, what the hell is that guy doing, you know, and um, and what John does, so the and so describe it a little bit, John, you're, you're better. You'll, you'll be better than, than me.
2: Well, it's, it's a very simple concept there. Physical mediumship, like I said, was very big, um, back in the 1850s by 1920s. And there were a lot of different forms of it. Um, this is just one of them. And basically all you're doing is just putting your hands on, I use a regular, uh, wooden TV table. It's a very small table. Um, my client will get on the table with me and we will put our hands on the table and uh, Spirit takes it from there. Uh, they will actually lift the front end of the table and um, they will spell out their name and basically you can have a conversation
0: and and it's you know a lot of people would think like, oh, that's you know either like a hoax or it's manipulated, but I'm going to tell you, um, and I, you know, even though I do this, I'm skeptical myself, you know, and, um, and it wasn't that I was skeptical, skeptical, rather, I was really just curious of like what you were doing. So I, uh, I knew I wanted to talk to you, you know, when we were all done. And, um, but I'm telling you, we did this. And, and so it was funny because you talked about my grandfather and my grandfather actually spelled out his name. Now, my grandfather's name is Hugh, H-U-G-H. So that's not a normal, regular name like Joe, Jim, John, you know, like where you would guess that. You wouldn't guess that name. So that's so that really impressed me. Um, And um, so and then we met a second time at the second expo and we ended up sitting next to each other again. And this was like there must have been maybe, I don't know, 50, 60 vendors, right?
2: Yes, exactly. So it was very bizarre because I set up and it was, if you remember, it was, it was like in a back room, off right. the beaten path. I was <laughs> Which to- is where
0: <laughs> I always end up because I try to get away from everybody.
2: So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried I tried to find as quiet a spot as possible. Me too. And uh, so I set up and then I walked away and I came back and there you were.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't like I picked it because you were sitting there. I didn't even know you exactly. were sitting where, no, where we I was sitting, no, right? right? So we yes. just ended up one more time. So now, um, so John, your your son has passed, correct?
2: That's correct. My okay. oldest son, yes.
0: And um, so I think we connected that day. I think he came through and I was telling you a little bit about it that day.
2: What you what you said was, um, it was a little bit of a lull in the action and we were sitting there and you said, um, John, has your son passed? And I said, yes. And he said, um, you said, well, you know that he helps you with this. And I said, yes, I do. But it's nice to hear um, you know, somebody has no idea, uh, confirm it. And then you pointed to a spot by the table and you said, he's standing right there. And that is where he stands. Uh-huh. So,
0: and, and so you have does, a lot of ability does. yourself. I mean, you know, this stuff yourself. Yes. Yes. And, um, and so I got a bunch of questions for a bit, but I still want to finish the story. So John reached out to me, I guess a couple of weeks ago, Right. Right and for a phone reading. So all when I do a phone reading or when I do even an in-person reading, I try not to know anything about anybody. I don't ask for a last name. I don't ask for anything like that because I don't want it. I don't need it, number one, but I don't want people thinking I'm looking them up or whatever, but so when we got on the phone, I had no idea it was you or even that we were connected with the Spirit Expo, right? That's correct. So your son did come through and as your son was coming through, I had no idea you did the table tipping or anything like that at that point in the reading. And right. your son said to me, you should have my father on your podcast. <laughs> so I said, so, and then I think he brought up the spirit expo. And I said, did I meet you before? Were you at? Cause then I thought maybe I met you at, the, maybe you were there at the spirit expo and I did a reading for you. And I think I asked you, I said, you know, did, did I meet you at the spirit
2: expo? Right. Is that what I said? You, you said, did I meet your wife before? And I said, yes, you have. And you, and then you brought up the Spirit Expo and you said, um, did I meet her there? And I said, yes. And you said, but I didn't do a reading for her. And I said, no, you didn't.
0: Right. So, right. Cause your son was telling me this, but I had no, I still had no idea what he was even talking about. And as you could see, I, I rarely remember anything. I do not remember that conversation really. I just know we had it. Um, and um, so anyway, so your son was telling you, you should reach out to John to be on the podcast, right?
2: He was that, he, yeah. Back, um, I, I don't know. It was, it was well, you did the did Teresa's uh, the two shows with Teresa back right. about a month, month and a half ago, whatever it was, two months ago. And um, I started oh, you mean getting- on the podcast, yeah. right? Right, yes. And yeah. I started getting from him, my son, uh, psychically, I was getting, you know, you should set up a, a reading with John. So I jumped on the table and him and I talk all the time, which sounds bizarre because obviously right. he's Pat. Yeah, do.
0: yeah, I get it. Um,
2: and I said, you want me to set up a, a meeting with uh, a reading with John? And he said, yes. And then I said, you want me to be on his podcast? And he, and he said, yes. It was like an emphatic yes. He tipped the table emphatically. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, OK, I said, but, you know, I'm not the type of guy, Mike, that's going to call him up and say, hey, John, I should be on your show. And here's right. Why. I, that's not me. I said, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen organically. Right. And he said, OK, you know, he was he was good with that. So, so then he, he, said, he figured
0: I- another way, like Cole, tell me at the at uh, during the <laughs> reading, you should have my dad exactly. on the podcast, not even know. And when I asked you, I don't even think I knew that you did table tipping. Well, talk about the inside track. Right, right. Is that right, John? Like, I didn't, I don't even think we had that part of the conversation yet.
2: Right. You had said, um, I was talking, I, we were, I was responding to something you said, and then you said, your son was just talking to me and said that you should be on my
0: podcast. (laughs) Yes, he did. I remember that. I do remember (laughs) that part of it because when I'm talking to somebody, sometimes it looks like I'm not paying attention, which I kind of am not because I'm listening to them. So I'm waiting, you know, to get more information for you as you're saying, yeah, yeah, that happened in July, you know, whatever. And, um, right. but the same, that's that was actually what was going on. He, and the whole time he's like, you should have my father on the podcast. You should, you should have him on there. And I was like, <laughs> all I right, said, I'll that's ask uh, Yes, yeah, I, said, so I thought I was just going to like continue a reading for you on the podcast, on this podcast. I thought, oh, he wants me to do more of a reading for you or something.
2: Right. And that's where, that's where the reading kind of ended. And then, and then you said, well, because you had mentioned I feel like there's a business starting up for you and there's things yeah, happening. Yeah, right. What, yeah. Kind of business, what kind of business is it? And I said, okay, it's time to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy that did the table tipping and sat next to you at the two. Yeah, boys. yeah, yeah. There. So
0: so and and that's a perfect example of how uh, people on the other side, souls on the other side communicate and also are a catalyst to what we do here on earth. Um, it really does work that way. It's like that nagging yeah. voice in your head that, uh, you know, I, I, I got to change my tire. I got to, you know, do this. I get whatever it is. Um, it's that voice in your head that, you know, where people still say, including myself, you know, something told me where it's always someone. I, but nobody wants to say someone because you sound like you're you're insane um but um it's that it really is and and that's your that's your son you know that voice in your head that's telling you and the voice in my head apparently that day too so and your son is here today too he's definitely yeah,
2: here. He, He's a you know that figure. He, he's he, very strong have, yeah we have a um a symbiotic relationship in this and he does you know he, we think sometimes that spirit is all-knowing and they're really not
0: <laughs> no no they, they aren't it's it's not that way you're right
2: right they are to to a much larger degree than we are but they're not all knowing and so when when spirit comes on and i'm going to connect with someone they have no idea how to lift this table so my son will give him instructions and help him help them oh something. that's cool table. yeah and it's funny because sometimes when they come through it's almost like a personal challenge for them and right. they'll tell me do not like sometimes they'll they'll be attempting to lift the table and they can't, I can feel them trying to lift it and they can't. So I have to help them a little bit beyond that. It's all spirit. Yeah. But every once in a while, somebody will get on there and they'll have a little bit of a tough time and I'll go to try to help them. And they'll be like, don't you dare.
0: I'll get it. I'll get it. it will happen. You really do have to have faith too. It's a, it's, you know, it, you, oh, you go to a reading and it's like, okay, I'm, um, I'm with you, you know, faith let's do it. Got, faith is what's got me here. It really does. And it, and the knowing too, that not only that they're, you know, they're, they're able to communicate, but that they're okay. And especially for your son,
2: because yes. I'm well, you sure know, that's
0: comforting for you.
2: Yes. When our, when our son passed, which is a little over 10 years ago, um, within, uh, I guess the first month after he passed, we went to see Teresa and she was doing a gallery reading down at the holiday inn and and we didn't know her we had we had never met her before although right. i had her name and telephone number on my desk for 5 years previous <laughs> to that right just floating around and i never threw it out and just kept it um but she you know he came through immediately and um and and it, and it really it does boil down to faith i mean you you have to have a belief in the afterlife, and that's two of the two of the things that I tell people, especially when they lose children, because it's uh, I think it's a little bit different. Um, it absolutely is. I and, agree. With you. I don't profess to sit there and say, okay, well, in order to recover and get over this, because there is no getting over it. No, there isn't. You you have to do this, this, and this. So the only two things I tell people is, I think you have to have a strong belief in the afterlife because you have to have that hope. You have to have that, that knowing that comfort of knowing that one day you will be reunited. Yes. And that's what Teresa gave us. She gave us that, she reinforced that belief that we. You know. Exactly. And number two is that hurt that's in your heart is going to be with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's, it's now like your left leg or your right arm. Right. It scabs over, but it never heals. It goes a long way towards healing. And, um, Hey, it's, it's why we do what we do, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of satisfaction and, and just love that to connect people who, who are hurting and to be able to, to see the healing. I mean, I've had people at the end of the sessions hug me and, and then they send me an email and say, you saved my life. Yeah. You know, I, I really sure. was thinking of,
0: and that's, and that's awesome, John. And I also think that you being on this show today, whether there's three listeners or 3,000, I think that there's a reason for everybody that gets on this show. Um, And it certainly isn't because of me. I think it's, I think it's to reach people and give a message to a lot of people that you normally wouldn't touch, or I wouldn't be able to be in touch with. And I think it just gives you, I, I just think it's a great way to, to have a platform for somebody that, that will hear you today. And say, man, that 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 resonates with me. That, um, you know, there is, there is a tomorrow for, yes. for this terrible thing that I'm going
2: through. I I tell Teresa, um, and she laughs when I say this. I say, but we're part of the army of the awakened, and our job is to go out there and awaken other people and let them know that yes, there is another side to this. And yeah. And
0: you know, and what I like about you too, John, is that you don't hit people over the head with your table.
2: No. You
0: know what I mean? Uh, literally and figuratively, um, where, you know, you're, I, it, it's like you're approachable. Um, and you're, uh, a very nice guy and you're approachable and, you. um, and it's, there, there's a, there's a, a, a great feeling that people have when they're with you. So like, and I, I think you have that for that reason. I don't think that, I think one thing always leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. And well, I think, and I think that you there's a reason that you're here. And I think there's a reason you're doing the work you're doing and it's all to help other people in life.
2: I, and I, I think you're agree, doing that. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, I commend huh? you for that. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, is, I, so I got to ask you, so did,
0: did you start this after your son passed or were you oh, doing yeah. this prior?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah what happened was about 16 years ago, a very good friend of ours lost her daughter. And she started telling me about this table tipping that her aunt did. Mm-hmm. And I was intrigued by it, but we never got together. And she knew I had a big belief in the afterlife, but we've just for one reason or another, we just never got together until five years later, my son passed. Well, You know, now, now you have a big incentive. I got a chance to talk to my son. Absolutely, I'll do whatever I gotta do. So she, so I said to her, I started asking her questions just like you guys are asking questions. And I said, wait a minute, so you're telling me that we're gonna put our hands on a table and this table is gonna move by itself and that we're gonna have a conversation. And she leaned into me like this and she looked and she said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I think I probably
0: said the same thing to you when I asked you what you were doing. Like, what the hell are you doing over there at that table?
2: (laughs) You know? And so we did. And we talked to her daughter. We talked to my son. And, um, you know, it was me, her and my wife. And um, I've been hooked ever since. And it's just gradually ramped up over the last 10 years. I mean, initially, I didn't, I wasn't really connected psychically. And I really couldn't make the table move. I had a tough time making the table move on my own but i think my vibrations over the over time have kind of um aligned
0: yeah you fine tune
2: it yeah exactly um, yeah well yeah actually they fine tuned it that's another story though but right um th- th- and it's just gotten better and better and psychically now i do, i can't do what you're doing which which is you sit down with clients and you can read and and just kind of do it i i can't do that i i get messages all the time Right. But I don't, I can't control them. But once I'm on the table. Right. That's your gift. But each person gets
0: their, like some people do tarot. My mom used to read playing cards. That was the way she did it. I could never do that. I wish, I wish she was around now so she could show me what she did, but everybody has their own way of connecting and it's, it's their own personal gift. And that's your way. And it's really cool. The physicality of it. um, There's probably a lot of people that still don't know what you do. So just want to go over that so they get an understanding of what you do um so it's sort of like a seance right so it started out that way in in like the 1800s is that right
2: yeah yeah i mean they were a little bit more formal about it and, and a little bit more um uh what's the word i would be groping for here um um like like a an event kind of thing Yeah, a little bit of a cloak uh you know yeah just you know the, the whole aura of it I do it here, you know, typically I do it here in my living room. Um, right. So, you know, like 20 minutes before this, I might have been watching, uh, you know, the Yukon Huskies.
0: So it's it's kind of like a, almost like a Ouija board because you get messages through movement, it but is it's a not phys- a Ouija
2: board. It's a physical mediumship. Yes. Much like a Ouija board. Now, we had talked about this before, and I do get those questions all the time that, you know, um, is it like an Ouija board? Yes, in that you can spell things out and, and there's a physical uh, aspect to it. But, you know, like I said to you, the Ouija board has a bad reputation, in my opinion. I mean, the Ouija board is not evil. Right. Okay? The, the problem with the Ouija board is it's sold as a game and it's not a game. Right. So and you get kids it's using it. It's a
0: portal. You're using yeah. it as a portal yeah. to get to the other side. And also, you know, with, what you do too, John, is you're sort of a gatekeeper to that, I think. Yes. You know, um, like people ask me, do I do a prayer before I do readings? I don't really feel like I need to. Like I never get anybody, (laughs) I never get a demon come through or anything. It's just people with their loved ones and it's always work. So I do what I do. I think you do the same thing where it's because your intentions are good when you do it.
2: It's all about intention. And that's why I say Ouija board. A lot of times the intention is not exactly pure. So you, you, you want to conjure up something evil, you'll do it. Yeah. You'll,
0: yeah. Cause it's like leaving your front door open.
2: Yes. And you never and, know, you know who, whenever, you know, you could have, I, the,
0: you could have a nun walk in or a, or a robber.
2: That's right. Yeah. And you know, whenever we do this, it's always coming from love. It's yeah. I, I've done this literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. I brought through thousands of spirits and I've never had a negative. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's
0: really cool. Yes. It's really cool what you do. And, um, so John was John, what were you saying, John? You had a question I, for for John. I did, I did have the other question. John, the, yeah. the room of
1: John's <laughs> today. The uh, question I had is, a, is it the table? Is it a conduit that just helps you link to that side?
2: It is, but at, from the same, um, you know, understand that the client is sitting right next to me. Okay. Right? So when I'm sitting at the table, I'm always on the left side. I just feel more natural on the left side. The client is always to my right. Okay. Um, and I think for the client, it's the big thing for the client because they're actually feeling the energy coming across the table. Mm-hmm. You you can feel tingling in your fingers. You can. Really? Okay. Yes, you can. I, um, did. I mean, I I can. I can. When, when a spirit is beginning to come on the table, it's almost like a wave. Um, it comes in and then it goes out and it comes in and, and they're building momentum with their energy to lift the table.
1: That's a so good they, way to put they, it. Too, they John. have the ability to actually move this. Does it, does it take a lot of force for them to do that? I mean, a oh,
2: tremendous amount yes. of energy. Yes. Yes.
1: So to pass through this plane of existence, they have to implement, and your son has to do this too. The amount of, of energy that he has to do that with it must take us so much out of him to do. Yes. That does does it drop off over time as he's communicating?
2: It, it will. It, yeah. it will, it, you'll, you'll feel much like with John, he, he, eventually he feels them begin to pull away because their energy oh, absolutely. is just, absolutely. You, you can,
0: cause a lot of times people say to me, cause I do like half hour readings and that's usually the limit for them and for me too, but that's usually the limit for them. And, um, you know, people say, well, can I pay you double for an hour? And I said, well, first of all, it doesn't work that way. The messages you're gonna get, I'm gonna be able to give you in a half an hour. Or so and if it went long, I wouldn't I wouldn't charge you twice as much. I would just continue talking to they stop. But typically it's around that time period because it does take energy. It does take energy. Right. And it probably drains you as well, too, John. Energy it does,
2: but, but I will say this while I'm doing it, it's it's like a um it's like a high for me.
0: Yeah, it's a you know I mean, I know what you're saying. You but when mean, you stop, like when you're done with it for the day, exactly. are you drained? Is your energy
2: Yes, when I, when I stop, I can begin to feel myself crash, basically. It's a, it, wow. is a th-
0: it is a yeah. thing. Like, it's the same thing when I do readings. It's the same exact thing. Because people are like, are you tired yet? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. But as soon as I'm like, okay, yeah. shop's closed. I'm like, I'm ready for bed. I'm like, I'm ready for I'll bed. go home and but I'll go to like sleep.
2: You, it's like you've got an adrenaline rush going. And, you know, as soon as you stop reading, then, then it, you know, it kind of drains off. And it's and now, you're you know
0: what it's like? It's like, it's like an entertainer on stage like you're on stage and your energy's up and you could put on a three hour show and then you get off stage. and You're like, Oh man, I, I just gotta, I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta lay down. I gotta, you know, right. go relax. It, it is
2: that That's way. Right. Yeah. I mean, when we were on, we, I used to do these with the re, on the retreats with uh, Teresa. I had, my wife and I had gone on a retreat as clients uh, with her back in when she was doing them in um, uh, Long Beach Island. And, um, we, I introduced it there. And then after that, she invited us, uh, my wife and I as part of her team on these psychic retreats. So on Thursday nights and Friday nights, we would do the table tipping and I had to split it into two nights because I just couldn't do everybody on one night. It's just, it's just too much.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It is too much. And, um, and that's what I love about Teresa too, because she, um, she's one of those people, um, Um, I think there are people that do in it really in any business. I think, you know, they sort of get like a competitive thing. Like if I tell anybody else about somebody else, I'll lose all my business. And she she's like me where it's like, no, 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 they're good too. like go go see them, you know, Uh, you know, and and that's why that's why I like doing this podcast because I I get to, you know, uh, showcase other people um, that may be doing the same thing as me, maybe doing something different like yourself that somebody might be interested in doing that and, you know, spreading the word about that. So.
2: I think that's wonderful. And I think, you know, it's been my experience and not just in this field, but in all fields, anybody who's confident in what they're doing, they want as many people involved as possible. They, they're, they're, they're not worried about, you know, losing whatever it is they have or their success they have or anything. They know that it's built upon being inclusive and bringing other people in. So
1: yeah, absolutely. So the, the, the table that you use, is that, that's, is that, your comfort zone table or it could be any table or I'm just curious as far as well I can't
2: my friend's aunt uses a card table I mean she can lift this this woman's got some horsepower and she she she's able to lift an actual card table wow I can't I can't do that and I don't really want to do that because it takes more energy for them to do that right and I can do the same thing on a smaller table which is easier for them to To lift Right, right okay so we can get more messages in and it's it's just a little different
1: so the table is actually tipping in one direction
2: yeah we'll be we'll be sitting Think, picture yourself eating a tv dinner right okay. like, like an old swanson's tv dinner or something right. <laughs> as as ugly as that may be um
0: <laughs> i still love them
2: and that's what and that's what you're doing but except there's two people there'll, there'll be myself and then another person okay and we'll put our hands on, it. we lightly put our hands on uh, using the the pads of our hands. We're not pushing down. We're not pushing forward. We're not pushing back. We're just putting our hands lightly on the table so okay. that the pads of our hands are, are on the table. Um, I tell the client that, that most times spirit can lift the table, but if I find that they're not lifting it or having problems lifting it, I'll lift it for them, but I'll tell the client that I'll tell you know we're going to lift the table now. But from this point on, it's all them. So, like I said, most times they can lift it, and you'll you'll feel the energy actually coming across the table. At least I can, and a lot of the clients can as well. They can feel the tingling, and they can.
1: Is it a yeah, vibration? You really can. It, it really but is can. it a vibration or is it temperature or is it?
2: Um, it's, it could be both because okay. I've had clients say to me, "Boy, my hands are really getting warm." Oh. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, but you tend to get a tingling, you know, like um, let's yes. say your hand was asleep. Yeah. That kind of tingling.
1: Okay, good. All right.
2: And um, so when the once the table lifts, I'm at a point now where I usually know whether it's male or female, whether it's a friend, whether it's a relative, or my mother, father, whatever. Um, how,
1: how high are we lifting this table? How, how, how I many, was Only
2: difference? one side of the table lifts. The two legs on our side stay planted. Okay. Okay, so it's just the front edge of the table is lifting. Gotcha. And um, I'll, I'll have them actually spell out their name. Okay, yeah. so they'll, they'll tip the table corresponding to a letter in the alphabet. So they'll go A, B, C, D, E, F, and they'll stop at a letter. And they'll spell their name.
0: Yeah, they do, um, they, they did. I mean,
1: it, it, it did work that way. So when they stop at yeah. a letter, that's when a table lifts.
2: The table is lifted. Yeah. it What happens is once it's lifted, then they'll go back and they'll lift it again. Go back, lift it again. Wow. There'll be, there'll be cool. an
0: extra movement, John, on the table oh, to, gotcha. to stop at that letter. So if they're spelling out your name, you go through the alphabet, you get the J, and then it will it will move. And then the will start the alphabet over again. I'll say A, B, C, right. D. That'll get the O, gotcha. and it will move. And then it's like, okay, letter. The, and then the if he the gets it part part wrong, part. he can say yes or no, and then they can move it with yes, you have it right, or no, you have it wrong, right? Gotcha. Is that right? Did you do that, John?
2: That's correct. Yeah. And and the big thing for the client is that they're part of the process. So I think from a, um, and I'm not sitting here saying it's better or worse than, than just connecting psychically, it's just different. And they're part of the process. And I, I think to a degree, it can be a little bit more emotional for them because they're feeling the energy of their loved one. And so when that table tips, I mean, some of the things that they do is they'll tip the table into you like pretty hard. I mean, really? you feel it. and that's a sign uh, they're giving you a hug. Oh,
1: okay. okay? oh, Nice. Okay.
2: Um, if you, during the course of the conversation, you remember a time that uh, was funny, you know, a memory that was funny, the table will will go back and forth very quickly. And that's them laughing.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. so there are little things that they do you know i try to tell clients that uh try to phrase your questions in the form of a yes or no because it just makes it easier for yeah, them to right. answer But
0: and there's a limited amount out. of energy to do that too so you don't want right. to waste it on spelling out the word encyclopedia
2: yeah that's know? right and that's one of the one of the things with the development of my my psychic abilities is i can circumvent a lot of i don't have to have them spell out a lot of times every I, a lot of times, I already know what they're going to spell before they even spell it. But I do it right. for the client. Yeah, okay, because
0: it's it's neat to see as a client that you're actually getting those right the way you're getting it. Because it's just right. like you said, it's a whole different way than if they would see somebody like me or or you know somebody that reads tea leaves or does tarot. You know, it's it they're all tools and. Right. Uh, um, and it's just a way to communicate. It's like some people will is... use, you know, still write a letter with a pen. Some people use an email. Some people text or call. It's just a way to communicate. It's
2: hmm. great. Yeah. And understand, understand, this is not something I aspire to. It's not something I sat there and said, oh, I want to, I want to be able to communicate. It, it just happened.
0: I think I, that I that's, I think most times when people are, th- that they begin this, you know, journey, this whatever we do, um, I think when you, you start it in a way where it, it's not like, oh, geez, I want to be a psychic. How do I do that? Or, oh, geez, I want to tip tables. You know, I read about it. And now I want to try it and do it. It's, it's not a thing that happens that way. It's, it's really like you're, you're kind of inspired to do it. It's, right. It's like w- whether they just come out and say this is what you're going to do or you're led in that path or whatever it is.
2: Well, you know, people say to me, and I'm sure you get this too, John, is they say, well, well, doesn't it freak you out when, you know, this happens or that happens? And I said, no, it really doesn't. I said, because I know that it's all coming from a good place. Yeah. And I said, That's you know, true. this this is where I'm going. This is my path. I'm 61 years old. Right. Most people, most guys my age are thinking about, um, you know, where am I going to retire to? And, yeah. and, you know, where How am I going go to get that house play, in Florida? Yeah. Where am I going to yeah. go play my 18 holes? What? Yeah. What's the next question? And yeah, right. You know,
0: God puts you on a journey, you know, and you're on yeah. it. You're, you know, it, it's, uh, we have free will, but boy, I'll tell you, if you want you to do something, you, I think you do end up doing it one way or another.
2: I do have a couple of stories. I would love to tell you if we have time, a couple stories. Um, I had mentioned, we had mentioned Teresa Roba before, and, and, you know, over the 10 years, uh, my wife and I have become very good friends with her and her husband, Drew and their daughter, Elisa, and, you know, the rest of her family. And, um, When we first met them, it was about 30 days after Mike passed, we went to a gallery reading. Mike came through, and at the break, I walked up and I said, Teresa, I introduced myself, and I said, you know, is it unusual for somebody who's just passed 30 days previous to come through this strong?'" And she said, well, John, let me say this. He said, she said, if the bus full of souls needed to get from point A to point B, your son would be driving the bus <laughs> and, she, and she made, she made a, a motion with her hand like this, that he used to do. Oh, isn't and that she, funny? He goes, he's standing right here. She goes, I wouldn't be surprised if you and him were brothers in a previous life. And I said, wow. Okay. Um, I never really thought about reincarnation. I didn't dismiss it, but I just never really thought about it. He'd never gave right. it much. So that got me thinking. So I, started doing some research and I wanted to do a past life regression and she, she does past life regression. So I, I called her up and for one reason or another two, two or three months went by, we just couldn't get a, um, get it set up to where I could get to her. Well, then she started calling me and saying, John, we got to do this past life regression because they're telling me we got to do it. Right. I said, okay, let's do it. Mike was telling her, right? Well, it wasn't Mike. It, it was, it was actually, I don't know who it was beyond that, but it was more than Mike. It was like some, you know, like yeah. her spirit guides and, and all that were telling her. Um, and so we got together at her house and she put me deep. I mean, I, I, I was so relaxed. I didn't even want to lift my hand. It was like such an effort. And if you've ever had that done, you st- still have clarity of mind. You still know what's going on but you're just in such a deep, relaxed state that you you don't even wanna move. Right. So she's taking me through and she does a technique that was per- perfected by uh, another individual. And I, I forget his name right now, but anyway, you walk down a corridor, you count backwards from 20, you open a door, you walk out and then you look at your feet. And I said, okay. Um, she, she brings me down the corridor. I, I go out and she goes, look at your feet. I said, okay, I'm barefoot and I'm African-American. And she says, okay, well, let's take you through. We go through the whole thing um, of, I can feel it's Southern Mississippi. My mother in this life was my mother in that life. My biological father in this life was my father in that life. Mike was my brother. Uh, we were very poor. Uh, I was probably, I was born in 1883. I know all these specifics, right? Right. Hmm. So she brings me forward uh, 20 years or so, 25 years, whatever it is. And she goes, okay, where are you now? And I said, we're walking down, this, down the sidewalk. Mike is with me. We've got suits on and we've, we're carrying these cases and it feels like they're probably trumpets. I said, we're musicians. Mm-hmm. And we come up on this place that we used to play at. And I start describing the outside of this this bar, this establishment. Right, And it's about... Nineteen twenty or so is the feeling I'm getting. Mm-hmm. I walk into the into the bar. I, I'm still describing it, and she says to me, "Well, am I there?" And I'm thinking to myself, because you still got clarity of mind. You're like, what the heck would she be asking me that for? This is my, <laughs> <laughs> my regression. Her right, right, right.
0: Well, don't right. horn in on my regression. <laughs> yeah, don't hoard in on my past life. <laughs> so all I could say.
2: Is, kaleidoscope when they ask you a question like that and you come up to a scene and now all of a sudden I'm in the third party I'm seeing band our band up there I can see myself I can see Mike and there's this woman in front singing and I said yes you're our singer and I described Mm her what she was wearing what she looked like you know uh, uh, the whole bit and um, so long story short she brings me out of the regression we start comparing notes she had had a regression done two years previous and had described that exact scene. How about that? Oh. that and and, and that is the
0: thing, you know, where people are connected. I say this all the time where, you know, your son could be your brother, you're, you know, because we come back in lifetimes with different roles with each other. Right. Um, so we're, you know, you meet the people, you're, you're, you're uh, the circle of people, I call it. Um, half the circle is still in heaven, half circles here. And, um, if your circle say is a hundred people, 50 are here, 50 are in heaven at all times. So those 50, you don't know from this life, but you know, them from other lives and the 50 that are here, you've said, okay, well, you're going to be my son. You're going to be my brother. You're going to be my mother, you know, and, right. and learn something in a different way from each soul that you're with through these lifetimes. It's really interesting. I love, I love past lives.
2: It's just a, a different play. We're now in a different play. What was funny was that, you know, when we came out of the regression, we were still, you know, we still had uh, visions because she was seeing what I was seeing as well because psychically she was connected. Right. And it was like we were revisiting... You know a place we had visited six months previous or something you know like oh yeah and the bar was over here and this is where the band played and then had white linen tablecloths and it had this and we were getting all excited like oh <laughs> my gosh we used to get that place jumping like it would be yeah the yeah and here we find out it, it's it was in new orleans i knew you were gonna say that and were the streets cobblestone I, the words cobblestone streets yes
0: yeah because as soon as you were saying that i'm saying cobblestone streets and your son say tell them it's cobblestones tell them it's yeah, cobblestones.
2: So I knew you were going to say it was New Orleans,
0: but there's was a cobblestone street that you were going in. You actually went into the bar on the right-hand side too.
2: Yeah, yeah, So yeah. It's it's uh-huh. uh, it's bizarre. And then since then, we found out that we we go back as far back as Egyptian times. We we actually uh-huh. lived in, in Egypt.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. His yes, lives are amazing. I love them.
2: Another story. Uh, two friends of mine, um, like like I'd said to you previous, uh, I don't have control over when they interact with me, when the spirits interact with me and give me information, and I was sitting with one of my friends uh, the one day, and his mother had passed, and the other friend who eventually came in on this, his grandmother had passed. So I start getting all this information, so I start relaying it to my friend whose mother had passed, and he's saying, no, no, I even came right out at the beginning, I said, who's Ruth? And he goes, I have no idea. And I went from there and it's like, nah, it's not really connecting. And, and then about halfway through, it started connecting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh yeah, okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. I I, right. I don't know what that's all about, but sometimes you you know you let it play out and you find out. Well, here the first half of it was actually my other buddy's grandmother coming through. And I I didn't feel two spirits, I only felt one spirit, you know.
0: Yeah, sometimes they overlap. Yeah. Especially if it's and, like two women or two grandmothers. So, that's I, what it was. Yeah.
2: That's and true. So they, they came through and I didn't realize it was too well. His grandmother's name was Ruth. I had no <laughs> idea. Um, so anyway, they, they heard enough and they said, you know what? Let's let's do some table tipping. So on a Sunday morning, we, we got the three of us got together. We did it. The first guy sat down who had lost his mother. And, and when we do a session, I have no problem with them doing, nor does Spirit have a problem asking validating questions. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, I encourage it. And one of the validating questions he asked was, uh, Mom, do you remember where we used to go on vacation? And she said, yes. And he said, well, can you spell it out? And she started spelling out O-C-E, and he said, that's enough. And he goes, Ocean City, um, New Jersey.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And so, and then... My other friend gets on the table and sure enough, his grandmother comes through, who's a real, you know, you you really do get a feel for your personality and their character. And this woman was a character. I mean, when she was in the physical world.
0: You do. When when you're doing a reading, it's just like sitting with somebody and you get like a good vibe, bad vibe. You know, if they're funny, you know, if they're uh, shy, if they don't really want to say too much, if they're the life of the party, their personality does come through. You're absolutely right with that.
2: Exactly. And and so we're, we're going through some stuff. And he says, uh, uh, Mama, i used to call her Mama. You remember what we used to do when we were little and it would be raining out, what we would do? And she said, yes. And he goes, well, can you spell it? And she started spelling S-O-R and he goes, oh, that's enough. You know, <laughs> we used to play that Sorry. All right. the time he said that we played it all the time. He said she probably got sick of it, but that's all we used to play. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, him and I start talking while we're on the table with her. And all of a sudden the table starts tipping. And I've I've done this enough that you know I'm I'm quick at getting like, okay, they're going into spell mode here. So right. what are they doing? They want to say she something. Spells out R O T T. Well, you don't have to be a psychic to know there's only one word, it's rotten. Right. I said, rotten. And she tipped the table. Yes. And then all of a sudden I got, you know, the um, um, movie service rating service. Yeah. Rotten tomatoes. Tomatoes. I got that in my head. Right. (laughs) And I, and I said to her rotten tomatoes and she emphatically lifted the table. Yes. Right. So I turned to him, I'm figuring, okay, he's going to know what this means. I said, Mm -hmm. I turned to him. I said, do you know what it, does this make a connection to you? Mm-hmm. And he said, I have no idea. Right. He said, okay, well, you know, I, I, I've done this long enough to know that let it play out. Maybe, maybe eventually it'll yeah. mean something. So we go through it. They, they, they both are blown away. They love it. You know, they, they know they talk to their mother and their grandmother and all They're happy. Right. So we go on our merry way. The next morning I get a text from my buddy whose grandmother came through, who spelled out, who did the rotten tomato. Right. And and he's he's a smoker, and the place he's he works at, you can't smoke. They have a non-smoking policy, but it's a big plant, it's a big, you know, a lot of buildings and all this stuff. He has a couple spots he goes to and he does his thing. So that Monday morning, he had gone to one of his spots and he looked around to make sure nobody was around. And he uh he backs his back up to the building, he puts the cigarette in his mouth, he looks down. And right off to the right is a rotten tomato laying on the ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so his, his grandmother knew that, that he was going to be. And it does happen that way, where, yes. where they know he, where you're going to be in the future.
2: And he just, he, he said he had the cigarette in his mouth. He looked down and he said, that's a good one, mom, mom. That's a good yeah. one. And he started yeah. laughing. Yeah. Since then, that was about a year and a half ago. Since then, he's gotten two other rotten tomatoes in his yard. Including one just two weeks ago, like in the middle of winter, he said it wasn't even frozen. It was like somebody had just laid it there. Listen, well, listen, John. Tip- I
0: can talk to you all day. You have uh, you got to come back. You got to come back and see us.
2: No, that would be my pleasure. Yeah, that would be great. I, I, and uh, enjoy talking about it. You know that
0: <laughs> I, absolutely. And John, um, so if people want to uh, book a session with you, or uh, if they want to find any more information, how how do they do that?
2: Well, they can they can uh, email me a tip to connect at aol.com, or they can call me at 215-990-0968, or they can can visit my website, tiptoconnect.com.
0: And um, you'll give me all that information, and I'll put that on uh, my website, and then, and with the show, I'll put that information on the description, so that way... If you um, can't remember it right now, or if you're driving or you don't know, have a pen, um, you could visit uh, my website, which is JohnGurner.com, um, or you could also, when you're uh, checking out each episode, uh, there's a description there and I'll put that information on the description as well for you, John.
2: Great. Thank you very much, John. My pleasure, pleasure, John. So I can't pleasure thank you enough for,
0: uh, for hanging with us today. Um, it was really fun and you definitely got to come back and tell us some more stories of your table tipping adventures. All right, pal, you take care. Thank take you so easy. much. Thank you very much.
2: John and John. Thanks. All Good right, up. buddy.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. John. Awesome. And, yeah. uh, I, I, uh, it's one of the, one of the things I love about doing this podcast is that you hear all these great stories and ways people connect with the other side. And, uh, and John's a really, really nice guy. Interesting guy. If you ever get a chance to, to tip some tables
1: and I was very impressed on how he can communicate with his son, like on basically on a regular basis. I think that's an awesome task to to achieve. Yeah, you're not and kidding. I'm, and I'm, I'm curious, and I guess you would know this: is 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 his son uh, spirit stronger? Because he did say when he spoke to that woman that he's driving the bus. So his spirit is a lot stronger than other spirits, or is just. He's more, I,
0: here's, here's my take on it. In my, from, uh, from my experience of doing readings, some spirits will come through stronger than others. His son does come through stronger, meaning that the messages you get, um, are loud and clear. So there are, there are people, I also think it has something to do with when I read people that have psychic ability, I think it's sometimes easier to read them because of the energy that they're providing as well. So oh, okay. um, I do. I I think it. I think that has something to do with it. And Great. I'll tell you, it's very impressive when you're actually there doing it. Because, uh-huh. like I said, when he when we were sitting there next to each other, and I was watching, we were there for I don't know maybe four or five hours through wow. this expo. And and it, like I said, I'm watching them, you know, doing this thing. And I was like, I wonder what he's doing. I never heard of that. I thought this looks crazy, you know. So eventually at the end of it, I'm like, I have to find out what's going on here. And, um, but like, like you said, and like I was saying um, during his reading the other day, when I did his reading, not knowing who he was or anything, um, his son was like really clear and emphatic that he wanted his dad on the podcast. And coincidentally, after I said that to him, he's like, he said the same thing to me. So, uh, so yeah, he, you know, he comes through as a very strong spirit. Um, There are there are some spirits that, that are quieter, you know, like when you and I are on the other side, John, you know, I'll probably mm. be A the loud. louder, the louder haunter. Great. <laughs> when we go haunting um, <laughs> and I'll be getting both of us in trouble, you know, what yeah. we were like before, you know, where were the two of you? Nowhere.
1: Yeah. You're, <laughs> <going back>. <laughs> You're the reason I had to come back to this world. You are the reason. Thank you. I much appreciate. it. Listen, who else would be my co-host?
0: It had to be. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I know. I said, "Well, I'll go back, but he's got to come too." <laughs> Jesus Christ! I need a co-host. <laughs> you and Linda, you're both stuck with me. Yeah. Linda, right. my wife, you're both stuck with me. But um, yeah. But anyway, so I think we, uh, I, uh, we had a good show today, and thank you, so. thank you John, for, uh, for. Oh, you're quite welcome. There. I loved it yeah and um and if anybody has uh, a question you can always get a hold of us um over email or text and you can get all that information on my website Johngurner.com, J-O-N-G-E-R-N-E-R.com. com uh we also have spiritintheskypodcast.com that's another website and um we're on social media we're on uh Twitter and Instagram I have a personal Instagram John Gerner and then there's Spirit and Sky one so yeah look us up and uh if you want to get a hold of us um if you like the podcast I think it's important that you subscribe I don't know why do you know what, anything about that John
1: well yeah. So you build a following in is that
0: what it is so so we need a following this is correct we do need a although people a lot of people are tuning in and they're they're texting me they're like I love the show keep doing it keep doing it so that's great. Um, so we'll keep doing it for a little, little while until we run out of run out of topics or ideas or John gets sick of me or yeah. I get sick of him. You know, who, who knows? He'll probably get sick of me before that.
1: No, before it's been 40 years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years. At this point, it's like, we're like an old, we're like maybe an maybe an old married two. couple. It's like we're just stuck <laughs> with each other. Just, just waiting for the, the other one to go. Uh, yeah,
1: that's
0: it. <laughs> so listen, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we do appreciate it. And if you like the show, like I said, uh, rate us, listen, share it on social media, share it with your friend, share it with the lady next to you at work. You know, you don't really want to do that work. You want to listen to the podcast. So listen to that, have some fun in your life and remember to have a great day. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our show today. And thanks again to our guest, John Toth. If you would like to find out more information about John and his table-tipping greetings, you can get all his information on my website, johngurner.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I know there are a lot of options, so we always appreciate you listening to our show. Also, if you like the show, please subscribe to the show and also share it on social media. Tell all your friends. Let them know. They can tune in and listen to it. As always, appreciate what you have and make today the best day of your life.
2: Ladies, farewell and
1: adieu, ladies of Spain. For we've received
0: orders for to sail back to Boston, and so never more shall we see you again.